0: TOMBS AND FUNERAL Pyres by Theophile Gautier Read for LibriVox.org by Alan Mapstone No grim cadaver set its flaw In happy days of pagan art And man, content with what he saw, stripped not the veil from beauty's heart. No form once loved that buried lay A hideous spectre to appalled Dropped bit by bit its flesh away. As one by one our garments fall, or when the days had drifted by and sundered shrank the vaulted stones, showed naked to the daring eye a motley heap of rattling bones. But rescued from the funeral pyre, life's ashen light residuum lay soft, and spent the cleansing fire, the urn held sweet the body's sum, the sum of all that earth may claim of the soul's butterfly soul past all that is left of splendid flame upon the tripod at the last between acanthus leaves and flowers in the white marble gaily went love's amber cantes all the hours dancing about the monument at most a little genius wild trampled a flame out in the gloom and art's harmonious flowering smiled upon the sadness of the tomb the tomb was then a pleasant place as bed of child that slumbereth with many a fair and laughing grace the joy of life surrounded death then death concealed its visage gaunt whose sockets deep and sunken nose and railing mouth our spirits haunt past any dream that horror shows the monster in flesh raiment clad Hid deep its spectral form uncouth and virgin glances beauty glad sped frankly to the naked youth. Twas only at Trimalchio's board a little skeleton made sign an ivory plaything unabhorred to bid the feasters to the wine, gods whom art ever must avow ruled the marmorial sky's domain. Olympus yields to Calvary now jupiter to the nazarene voices are calling pan is dead dusk deepeneth within without on the black sheet of sorrow spread the whitened skeleton gleams out it glideth to the headstone bare and signs it with the paraph wild and hangs a wreath of bones to glare upon the charnel death defiled it lifts the coffin-lid and quaffs the musty air and peers within displays a ring of ribs and laughs for ever with its awful grin it urges unto death's fleet dance the emperor the pope the king and makes the pallid steed to prance and lo the doughty warrior fling behind the courtesan steals up and makes wry faces in her glass DRINKS FROM THE SICK MAN'S TREMBLING CUP, DELVES IN THE MISER'S GOLDEN MASS. ABOVE THE TEAM IT whirls THE THONG, WITH BONE FOR GOOD TO HURRY IT, FOLLOWS THE ploughman's WAY ALONG, AND GUIDES THE FURROWS TO A PIT. IT COMES, THE UNINVITED GUEST, AND LURKS BENEATH THE BANQUET CHAIR, UNSEEN FROM THE PALE BRIDE TO REST, HER LITTLE SILKEN GARTER FAIR. The number swells, the young give hand unto the old, and none may flee. The irresistible saraband compelleth all humanity. Forth speeds the tall, ungainly fright, playing the rebeck, dancing mad against the dark, a frame of white, as Holbein drew it, horror sad. Or if the times be frivolous, trusses the shroud about its hips. Then, like a cupid mischievous, Across the ballet-room it skips, And unto craven tombs it flies, Where marchionesses rest demure, Weary of love in exquisite guise, In chapels dim and pompadour. But hide thy hideous form at last, Worm-eaten actor, long enough, In death's wan melodrama cast, thou played thy part without rebuff come back come back o ancient art and cover with thy marbles gleam this gothic skeleton each part consume ye flames of fire supreme if man be then a creature made in god's own image to aspire when shattered must the image fade let the lone fragments feed the fire immortal form Rise thou in flame again to beauty's fount of bloom let not thy clay endure the shame the degradation of the tomb end of poem this recording is in the public domain